flowing in Wanting to start again It is a Alright So uh Welcome to Insert episode number here <laughs> Yeah <laughs> This is our backup ladies and gentlemen So if you're seeing this We must have had a rough week We couldn't get one out Or it's the holiday season We're mm-hmm. with our family Eating some Drinking some hot cocoa Got lazy and Knew we had a backup One of these Yeah that's honestly that's how likely scenario yeah. that's how we stay consistent we just like right don't here. address like when we're doing it until the day of 5 5 8 or 5 p.m so, load that up no all right so uh i've had uh this i've had like a strange obsession with this i'll just say like topic for like three weeks now and i've wanted to talk about it on the pod but the first time i just like didn't really want to I, I just i didn't feel like i was prepared enough to like like really solidify it in people's high, like heads i didn't think i was educated enough the second time we had uh mr logan on from lum sports racing rum yeah lum sports racing right yes um and that was a great so we could not disrupt the flow on that one um and then this last one we had such a great story that i, I didn't want to like disrupt the flow on that either but finally we're still here we just did that last that third one uh, a few minutes ago we had episode a episode eighty. We had a little break. Good. We watched a little bit of regular show, and uh, now, now we're back at it. So, are you guys? You guys want to learn something today? I do. I'm ready to be educated. Make sure you like preface this because I don't know like what you're talking about at all. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I've heard about it before, but I've never gone into it in much detail. But I remember thinking that is so rad, right? Um, and I guess, man, I wish I I, I should have come up with some cool intro, but I don't really have it. Um, when we think of like third world countries, third world countries and stuff like that, we definitely think of think like they know of like you know, I don't want to give like a, a country out, but like like there are definitely tribes out there in the world, right? Like still like pretty um, tribes that are limited in technology and everything, but they know like what America is, or they know like people that come to their aid and like give them things and like help them out, especially in times of need and all that. But there are, <clears throat> can you plug it in? A few. I don't know how many in the world, but I'd, I'd definitely at least a few thousand people in the world that have such limited contact with like the rest of us. Is it warm over there? You gotta <laughs> angle it. We need to angle it towards the center. That's why the, that's why this cabin's not warming up. I don't know that. You gotta be. And yeah, make sure my phone doesn't melt down there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, while Devin does that, like, and that's always been like a weird concept to me, but I never thought too much of it until. I just came across this one like YouTube video or something that I just saw, or maybe it was a news thing about like the anniversary of something that we'll get into later. <laughs> That's like the Matrix, Devin. That's but, um, that was sick, Devin. No, so so I, and most of these most of these tribes um, that we could have talked about um, are in Papua New Guinea area, by like the Indonesia and all those like all those really small islands that just like like. It's almost impossible to like really go into all these dense forests and everything and blah 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 blah. And so they're just and some of them are super dangerous, right? But there's those are have all been contacted and we know a lot about them and like they speak languages that are really close to like people that are more modern there and everything like that. But there is like one definitive, um, definitely just one singular tribe that has like the least, as far as we know, the least contact from the outside world ever. And it's still kind of in that area. And this is the one that I like researched and like I watched so many videos on it and I like just looked small things up on my own about it. 
and it's uh they're called Sentinelese, North Sentinelese, and they're on a small island uh that is about like I don't know how to convert 70 kilometers, but it's like 20 20 miles, square miles ish. Probably, like Probably more 30. than that, 30. Yeah. 70 square miles, it's not much. It's like smaller than Manhattan. Yeah, it's, small. it's smaller than Manhattan, basically. And their population is probably around like 1,500. Smaller than that. Way less than that. The tribe lives on this island, and the island is controlled by India. Well, not even controlled, it's monitored by India. They kind of protect it, right? And so, but even though India controls it, it's on like the other edge of the Bay of Bengal, and it's next to the. Uh, I wrote this down. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's the Andaman Islands. It's just a chain that's really secluded from everything else. But that that chain of Andaman Islands is modernized. Like there's like like the British came in there and everything okay. ages ago. So those like ports and like they have like civilization very s- securely set up there. Um, but these this island is only like two to six miles or so off the coast of these islands. Like these very modern like cities. It's super close. You can almost see it from like the shore of civilization right but this tribe called the north sentinelese on north sentinel island uh has not been i don't want to say they've definitely been contacted but they're the like the least contacted in the world as far as we know because in terms of communication we have no idea how they speak or like you know what means what we don't understand our language at all um and like the craziest thing about them in my head that like got me hooked on it was that they are still in like in 20 as of 2022 they are in the stone age hmm. still you know and another thing is like so recent like in recent years obviously like ships have like and we'll get to it but like ships have like crashed there and so they have access now to iron and aluminum and they just now like we accelerated their rate of uh, progression by thousands of years by crashing a boat there because like before it was stone tipped arrows and things like that and now in the past like 30 years since like iron like you know irons landed on shore they started tipping them with iron and everything like that and like their spears and everything so we've accelerated their progression so much just by like one boat getting stranded because the island is surrounded it's really dangerous the island is surrounded by um uh, a, a coral reef and so things get um beached there really easily and there's been a few boats that gets beat that have gotten beached there and they've had to fend these guys off with sticks and stones or iron pipes and stuff like that um until rescue comes i wonder why that is like, i wonder why they're so behind you know? oh well, i'll get like, to that I'll oh do they that. know why i was yeah. say like i wonder if it's like against their way so you know, well, they, like, they don't want evolution would be slowed when you have smaller numbers mm-hmm. i mean think we had probably millions mm-hmm. of minds that could as come soon, up with these ideas as soon as in terms of the rest of the world like what we are in our ancestors were involved in as soon as that was sick as soon as you establish an economic trade and as soon as you have like like that there was a trade route from china all the way up to europe like that one singular link that connected the eastern old world and the western old world like so much progression happened for both sides because you kind of like connect the missing links from either one like gunpowder here and like man i don't know what the western side had they definitely had things like modern like scientific ideas like silk and paper yeah like yeah like papyrus like scientific ideas over here and you know other scientific discoveries here you put them together and you get this coagulation of like what makes up the modern world essentially like the foundations of it but if you're secluded from all that 
Well, I think and even, there's no I, trade or anything like I that. I think Devin's even asking like farther back, like they haven't made the leap from the Stone Age yet. Well, the whole I, idea. I still is, think we had more bodies. So, so the crazy thing about this tribe that I think is, um, well, the craziest thing that I think about them is they're on the the. If you're looking on a map, they're on the right side of India, really far from anything else. And these Andaman Islands and the North Sentinel Island. It's it's a it's a big chain of islands, but small when you look at the whole world. And they're separated from a lot on either all sides by the ocean and the Indian Sea and all that, um, or Indian Ocean. Um, but and I don't know how. I, like sixty thousand years ago is a super long time, and I wish I would have done a little bit more research on what the rest of the world was at, where they were at sixty thousand years ago. But these guys, this group, like came from Africa. So on the other other side of India, came like through India or underneath it, and landed on those islands and just never moved again. So I don't, like we don't we can't prove definitively how they got there, but there is a point where if they use because we know they can make canoes. Um. So if they used boats to get there and they stopped there, why did they like stay? That's what I'm saying. It's got to be. <laughs> Because like you said, like we had more numbers, but there's mm-hmm. also a bunch of other tribes and different people mm-hmm. were so small, but they just explored and other people mm-hmm. explored to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be mm-hmm. like against one of their ways to mm-hmm. like not go out and explore. Like, nope, we yeah. stay on this island. We live here. And, and we you know, like we don't really let too much other got, people come like and the, stuff. And they just, Moana they, community yeah, yeah, guidelines they just, going. They yeah. decided this thousands upon thousands. Pretty much they were there for 60,000 years. Yeah. So pretty much 60,000 years ago, they decided to not go anywhere because we isolate. The, the, the Andaman Islands that are about six miles away from them speak an entirely different language yeah. and they look so different, like not and super, super different, but these guys on the, on the Sentinelese are, they don't look Asian at all. They like, don't, they don't have like the T structure. Obviously we, we don't have, um, actually I think we do have skeletal remains because of something else that I could get into. We have two definitively that we know of um but like i don't know if like i'm pretty sure like they are shorter than us their their average height is like 5.5 meters as far as we can tell or uh feet <laughs> dang <laughs> the huge my oh fault my, my fault God. feet um and i think that's again we can't prove it but i think that's because of island dwarfism which i think is also contributing to the fact to why they just haven't developed as much because the resources on this it's a dense forest surrounded by a beach surrounded by uh, coral reef and for whatever reason that we don't understand yet or maybe we'll never understand they just cut everyone out they are so aggressive to everyone except for one instance in 1991 and we can talk about it but um yeah but so there's there's limited resources so for the past 60,000 years each generation has gone through just the same thing every day you go and hunt you go gather and you defend farm probably they don't farm there's no hunting and there's no stuff. agriculture and something crazy about hunting we know that they've been there for about 60,000 years um because this is a really cool thing because turtles are afraid of them because sea turtles or whatever turtles are there I'm pretty sure they're sea turtles are like they are afraid of the island like they steer clear of the island and now they go to every other coral reef and they do everything else these exact species will go into these environments 
with the same exact aquatic species and amphibious species in different areas, like on the Andaman Islands, they'll go around there. They have the same kind of coral structure and everything. They will not go near North Sentinel Island because they know that they'll get hunted. That's you know crazy. how long it takes for turtles to, to learn, learn to be bad. afraid of a predator like a human? Especially a population. We never even said this. The population is only... Uh, we can't even tell with like satellite imagery or anything. As far as we can predict, based off the size of the island compared to what we know about uh, population caps and all of this, it can only be about fifty to two hundred people. So I'm thinking, like, if that island's so small and they like don't even farm, they yeah, only hunt gather. Obviously, the plants will regrow. You know, like they can't have be consuming that much. It can't be I, too many. I wonder if they've ever had like overhunting problems. If they do limit, that's what I'm like, saying. Well, kill that's where that's where island dwarfism comes into play. We've seen island dwarfism dwarfism in other places. Um, not not even necessarily with people. Little personism. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This one it's okay to say. Yeah, because yeah, um, Isaiah's suffering. When they're yeah, when they're when you're on an island specifically and you cannot leave, it doesn't matter if you're human or any other species, and for a long period of time, and assuming your species can survive with what you're given to start, for over a long period of time, if your if the resources that you require to live are limited, but they are reoccurring. You, your body, whatever species you are, will just adjust right. to require uh, only that amount you that you can allot yourself. Yeah. And so that's why we believe that these guys are only 5.5 feet on average. And so whatever, as long as, and their population after 60,000 years has definitely hit the cap and it'll fluctuate right. like this based on like the max population. It'll go up and down and up and down. Um, but I don't think unless the outside world comes in and they aren't so aggressive in the future, um, which is forbidden. Like you cannot set foot on this island. Nobody can. Um, they're just going to stay right where they are. And that the low population also definitely contributes. Is that international with, law, like the UN, or is it uh, Indonesia? It's India. Law? It's India that says just nope because they want to protect uh, these guys, the the tribesmen, because it's like Native Americans, right? Uh, as soon as Europe came over and started interacting and like just being around Native Americans, they had no natural immunities towards the diseases that europeans had because europeans at that point like only the strong had survived you know the black death and like the you know all that stuff um but you know native americans hadn't been exposed to that even the common cold ran through them um and so north sentinel island is actually far worse than the natives were because they were such a smaller population nothing has gotten to them as far as we know now they could have huge immunities to something that runs crazy over there that we could be susceptible to as well but um, definitely, we've had an instance in. It's on the other page. There Actually, was an instance I, I watched where a video. I watched a video about this explaining why we didn't get diseases from the Native Americans. Yeah, why? Because um, they don't have livestock like we did, and that's oh, where yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. all diseases originate from because animals. It's the insects and the fleas that are on the livestock, yeah. and then it jumps that's, to that's us. That's the only way it can transfer to mm -hmm. humans. So, assuming that they aren't farming, right. yeah. we could not get sick from yeah, them. Yeah, especially in, in like lower wealth areas back in the, like in the, high the old, old days. They would, well. Yeah, they would just sleep where they had their livestock. Yeah. That would be where they lived, and so they yeah. jumped to us. But in places where they slept and lived separate from their livestock, it was yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so we know we know for a fact that they are very susceptible because, and this is out of order, but uh, let's see here. In yep, in 1880, a British naval officer, which at that time the British 
Navy was everywhere, and they were in charge of the Andaman Islands, and this guy was in charge of North Sentinel Island, this naval officer. He just kidnapped six of them. Just went to the island, kidnapped six of them, which is probably why they hate us so much, to be honest. They don't know who we are. They don't speak our yeah. language. The, these guys, at the very beginning, showed up, took people, di- dipped with them, and then just came back, dropped four back off. <laughs> the other two did not live because as soon as they took him back, they got sick and died. Now, these were elderly. They took two elderly people and four young children. And they dropped the four off that survived, which were all the young children. But they didn't get wiped out. So that's good. I, but it was yeah, definitely a struggle yeah. of luck. Yeah, it could have been. That could have been, been awful. That could have been the end of it right then. If and one there. of the kids held a disease that killed <laughs> off all the elderly and then they yeah. couldn't really feed. Right. Restart. Right. Something else wild before I get into like kind of like the lineage of like how we like discovered it and like people talking about it. Uh, as far as we know, they don't even know how to make fire. They use fire and they know of it, but they only use it when it occurs naturally, which wow. is a dense forest, and it actually does happen pretty often in a dense forest. Especially, you know, you got tropics and you got everything going on down there on those beaches, and it's pretty arid when you get to the outside. Yeah, it's yeah. not like a rainforest; it's just a dense forest. Um, so they know they you, they use it, and I think they use it to like burn out canoes when it happens because they do use canoes every now and then. Uh, but as far as we can observe, they they've never been able to create fire. They don't even know how. I so, wonder if there's ever been situations where their entire island is just burnt down. That, mean, there's no way of proving. It. It's over, a very after all that time. They they must be pretty resilient because I don't know if there's hurricanes in that region or. I was going to get to that. Anything in, in 2004, there was a huge uh, a tsunami, and then like you know, I think it might have been a. a typhoon that came in and tsunami or whatever it was just a horrible situation the andaman islands did terribly they did not fare well at all india did terribly like everything around them was awful so when they got when they situated like oh man <coughs> are they alive these people yeah. are yeah. <laughs> like they had because they live entirely almost entirely naked they have like you know like floral head decoratives and then they have leaves to cover their groins and everything but it's pretty much, they've also been documented as run around naked, which I've seen a video of them um, from 1991 when they had like an actual peaceful expedition, just a little bit, just peaceful contact. Um, and they were naked. But, um, and they live in not even huts, like stick lean tos. And that's it. As far as we know, we haven't gone into the jungle or into mm-hmm. the, the forest. Um, but we don't know how deep they go in. They probably stay closer to the, where they get the been food. Mining uranium for years. It's Wakanda. <laughs> the yeah, whole, it's, it's, it's Wakanda. Wakanda. Um, but, uh, oh, man, what was I getting to? Oh, yeah, so they sent, a, they sent a single helicopter with a care package in it, and they were just going to drop it off. The helicopter got lo- pretty low to, to, to see what's going on, see if they're even alive to drop this care package off. He was met with one singular bowman that was threatening him and shot arrows at the helicopter, so they just left. They're like, yep, they're doing all right. They don't need our help, and so they dip. So, yeah, they, they definitely <laughs> – they have to be pretty resilient because they fared better with their sticks and stones and nakedness better than modern civilization did all around them in a tsunami in the middle of an ocean. Maybe they started it. The rain dances do something pretty yeah. silly. But um, I wonder, I, I do wonder their, their religion too. Yeah. So we know, we know that they, they came. Well, no, I'm not going to say that for sure. They, they, we have seen a few like paintings or like art from them that kind of resemble our old art from the Andaman Islands right next to them, 
But given their, their, their skeletal structure and just how they look and how they act and their language compared to the, those of the Indian Islands, they went on a different path almost immediately. So they were probably the same people as when they came over. And then one group went and one group stayed. And we know that some tribes that are, remain on the Andaman Islands know of the Sentinelees and they call them a certain name. And they, do, they call them that name like with a certain amount of spite. So the best guess right now is that those that stayed on Sentinel Island were just super aggressive. And it's kind of like a Moana thing where like just close it off. We're done. We're going to be – we're going to literally just kill anyone that comes in contact with us. And that's it. And then the other group left. And after so many years, there's just kind of been like a war kind of thing going on. Um, and they have been accused of being cannibals. In fact, <coughs> something else that's pretty bonkers that I didn't know until I started researching it. You know Marco Polo, right? Mm-hmm. The famous uh, Italian explorer yeah, yeah. that went to like China and just went all over the world, known world at the time. He wrote about North Sentinel Island. Wow. It's crazy. Um, now, we don't know if he actually went there himself because he referred to them as cannibalistic, brutally savage, and also having the head of dogs, or if he just heard that from the locals from the Andamanese Islands, or mm-hmm. Andaman Islands. Um, but he could have also just been exaggerating. You know, He could have been there and seen it, or just been exaggerating. We don't know. But he, know, he, like, he wrote of them, which is kind of wild, um, and he, he might have been the first to call them cannibals unless he heard that from the Andamanese. The other Andaman Island tribes... Um, which obviously they'd just be aggressive towards them, and like the when when the first so that that was in twelve ninety six was when Marco Polo wrote about him. Should have dropped uh, Jack Sparrow off in the <laughs> island. Yeah. He'd have been leading the scallywags. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much all the way from like twelve ninety scallywags from twelve ninety six all the way up until I'm looking at some dates here from pretty much like eighteen ninety six, which was when a convict escaped a prison on the the civilized Adamant Islands, made it all the way to North Sentinel Island. And then they killed him. <laughs> like Imagine that sucks. That, that sucks. Yeah. It's like I'll just join you guys. You guys are chill. No, um, they were believed to be cannibals, but that's just hearsay. And we've had a lot of instances mo- in modern times where like people have died, but we've seen them just bury them in perfectly intact, minus the holes from the arrows and stuff like that. So we, they're probably not cannibals. Um, but yeah, I guess that that covers like the generality of them. What what time we got? I might be able to fill. If we need it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, whatever. whatever. So um, that's the generality of them. And I think it, I think the craziest thing is the 60,000 years that they spent yeah. separated from everybody else. Um, of course, it would have taken millions of years for them not to be human. But that would have been awesome, right? So, like, see them, like, develop something crazy Absolutely. to help them survive. Reptile people. Yeah, just, like, some gills or, like, some, like, slimy skin going on. That would have been bonkers. But no, I mean, they're, they're the exact same minus the height, and that's just because of just where they are. Um, but they are definitely aggressive. So I actually, all that I remembered, and I, I was super interested in it, but I could not for life me remember some dates. So I just wrote these down, and these are like all the way from what I talked about with Marco Polo to um, like the naval officer kidnapping all the way up until 2018 was the last contact. Um, probably not the last contact because the – Indian government has um, uh, m- Indian military patrols protecting the island and protecting people from getting there mm-hmm. for obvious reasons both ways. Um, so there have probably been in- small instances of contact that just aren't worth noting. But these are like the major ones, and most of them involve people dying. But um, so Marco Polo, you know, you know, in 1296, he wrote about him. 
Uh, and we, there's definitely been people, maybe not from the Andaman Islands, that have like gone there um, and just haven't wrote about it because we've seen boats that no one's documented, old boats, like wood, right? And we've seen them use like posts and stuff like that in, in different structures and things um, that we don't recognize, like the old wooden ones that we just like, uh, we don't know who that is, what that is. So people have been there and probably not escaped to tell the tale, yeah. right? Um, I'll say this. Here, here's, here's one instance that we did document because it's kind of recent. So it goes from 1296 all the way jumping to 1867. So in between that time, definitely people have been there is what I'm saying. Uh, there was an Indian merchant ship uh, that crashed there. It got, it got beached in the coral reef. And the, the remaining crew that survived the crash kind of they, – they had to go to shore because their boat basically capsized. They took whatever they could with them because they knew about the tribe there. And they had to fight the tribe off with sticks and stones while the tribe had arrows. So this is, relati- I mean, 1867, relatively modern era. Mm-hmm. Having, you, having you sticks and stones against something that at that time is technologically more advanced than you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of ironic. Um, but they did end up surviving when um, the British naval crew came and picked them up. But they did have to like kind of swim for their lives. I, I don't know if they used a canoe that they just saw. But I, there's definitely been instances where people like are just going by and then a canoe just a really rugged canoe just kind of comes up that would be terrifying an empty one all right well um after that was the uh naval officer and then the escaped convict after that and then we hit um 70 60 years later 70 years later pretty much where the indian government established their their i'm gonna say control over it their protectiveness over it and they just started to do surveys and they started to just do some research to figure out what the heck is going on with this island because there were still so much so many superstitions around it and there definitely still is with like the locals around there and stuff like that um and so they uh um to say it to put it to put it not so gorily. Can I read it? Oh, it? uh, it's not written in there. I said, oh, okay. I said they were met with threatening waves of arrows. But more realistically, uh, they were just kind of slaughtered a little bit from a certain period of time where they would go and be like, oh, they'll, they'll get that we're nice. They'll get that we're nice. They'd send a wave. There's like four of them come back out of ten. Hmm. Uh, well, they'll get it now. They'll get it this time. Like if we just keep going, they'll know. It's like, no, it's kind of like from their minds, it definitely I could see them being like, these are demons, bro. Like, where are they coming from? Yeah. Last time they came here, like the last major thing, the last major time they came here, it was a huge group of people. They looked like you, mostly. These weird, super colorful skin. You know, they don't have clothes, so. Um, white hair. They don't even have much hair at all. Uh, and they kidnapped us and left. They brought six, They took six and brought four back. So what's going on here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm kind of surprised that, like, India protected them and did all of this. Like, I'm going to be honest. If I was the leader, I would, I'd, I'd be in that island. That's, that's something. That I'd be sending I thought about that, too. There. It's like, all right, dude, yeah. we've given you your shot. I mean, that's really what we've done all throughout history. I mean, think about Hawaii. Any, any European. Yeah. Think about Hawaii. But Hawaii was easier think about because they were, less, they were less <laughs> violent. Yeah. They were just less violent. And they're like, well, we could kind of see the pros. Of you know you being here and stuff like that. You guys have bananas. We really you need son of. 
Yeah. Like, um, this island, if I was Indian, I'd like obviously I'd try to make peace with them. Like you know what, you you can still do your thing, but show up with riot shields. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna yeah. protect you and do some things, then I want to know and I want you to do back. If they just keep yeah. attacking them and killing them, I'm like, all but right, screw you then. Yeah. See, like yeah. full on truth. Like, there's no in. incentive. I just in. feel like in the 1850s, this was probably when they started uh, trying to like you know send things and protect them. There's so many philosophers and people with other mindsets that yeah 18 know, yeah. At yeah, that, at that stage of time, and the nineteen sixties is when they're like, okay, just look at them. You know what I mean? Like in the late, you know, the eighteen sixties was big time, especially like the whole world, like India, like had just, I'd say, relatively recently gotten out of a really bad relationship with Britain. You know what I mean? And stuff like that, and so they didn't want to like kind of do that same thing. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I think if it's if it was any other place instead of India. It, that might have been that way. And, yeah, there's really no incentive to going in and just being like, all right, knock it off. Except that killings might stop. And well, other than the fact that humans are naturally curious. Like, we want to know everything. And, yeah. like, the fact that we don't yeah. know much about this island kills me. It makes me want to, like, yeah, even yeah, if yeah. we have to infiltrate and, like, but there, But there's also a part of this. Like, I don't know. National Geographic here? tried to go in there, actually. Let me, let me see where that was. In 1974, actually, that was the next one on the list. National Geographic led a crew to try to document and you know post about the tribe, uh, and <laughs> they got met with another volley of arrows. Of course, no one else got hurt except the lead film director got smacked in the thigh by an arrow. Oh. Um, yeah, it's not too rough. There's, like I said, there's only been one, one singular meeting where somebody anybody hasn't been threatened or damaged hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um but yeah we have a few more dates but i'm i'm seeing the time we can just cut it off right here and just pick up the next yeah, one yeah. And then we can we can branch off into some more fun stuff with the general idea of this all right so we'll see you guys in the next segment well maybe you might see me i don't even know if I'll, uh, uh, I, I wasn't gonna be very disappointing after all that work and since you've been gone back. right that's what you're saying for the first time, we're in copyright strike. You guys are so. I something new. I don't know the song. I don't know who sings it. I do what I want. I'm glad you know it, dude. I'm, that's all I got, really. Cause I will follow you, the verge. Although it hurts me so, I'll help you out. When you get weary. Yeah, I don't. I can't sing it though. It is such a beautiful song. I could tell. And I will follow you, virgin. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, great. See. All right. We have a, we have a, uh, We're back. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We got a little musical. We could just cut that too. No, that's pretty good. Like I, I was gonna send that in, but like harmony. some famous that's, artists. That's simple, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'd have to go in as a tree. Like, I was gonna, gonna that, send that, that just got me. Uh, <coughs> like, I thought I was going to send that to Post Malone. I thought I'd be golden, but. No, if we sent something to Post Malone, I'd have to be, like, singing out of magic. Too. Post Malone. Then he'd just, reply for sure. Yeah. Post Malone actually just DM'd me asking if I had another sample. You're li- another sample? Yeah. You know, as in the, there was a first sample. Yeah, I sent him. Care to elaborate? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had one and I sent it, and he used it, and he wanted another. That's it. All right. All right. Do you remember where we left off? It's a pretty <laughs> simple I do. situation. Yeah. Man, my throat's killing me. Okay, we have sponsors. No, I don't need it. Thank you. Um, yeah. So after, so I was gonna say I said it before. In 1991, 
there was a, I call it an expedition, and they documented it. I never wrote it down. I don't know why. They documented it, and it, this was um, the Indian government just sent these guys to, like, find it. They're like, okay, we need to establish some sort of, like, truce or something. And that's what they try to do, but obviously it's hard to establish a truce when you can't communicate with them. Mm -hmm. But what they did was they knew that coconuts didn't grow naturally on the island, but they wash up from the, the Andaman Islands naturally, right? So they're basically a uh, delicacy of sorts, right? So this expedition showed up with, like, 50 coconuts at least. Probably hundreds, to be honest. They had a few boats. And they were recording it the whole time. And I, I watched it. And you should go watch it, too. It's really interesting. Um, there will be naked people, though. So be careful if you're... Viewer discretion? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. It's advised. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they just, like, they try to say words. They were saying um, <coughs> the local word, um, O for, like, peace or, you know, they're just trying to, you know, establish some sort of goodwill, right? And they're waving their hands up like it's like we don't have anything. We'd, and they were throwing coconuts in the water, letting the waves wash them up. And eventually, it, it took like a matter of minutes. Like I, I watched a whole video all the way through from the time they like get close from like the first person to spot. That's all right. The first person to like the first tribesman to spot them, to like to go back. Like they're watching them a little bit. Then they went back, got more people. <coughs> yeah. They got more people. They like come up and then they start like throwing these coconuts and like saying stuff. And like. For some reason, it was unlike any other encounter they've ever seen before. When because like they just like put their weapons down, and they just like even like little like kids were just like run up grabbing coconuts, smiling. Coconuts, man. They they like went up and like touched them, like touched the the mm. um, expeditioners, you know what I mean, and everything like that. And you know there was no violence whatsoever. Eventually, they're just like one guy who must have been kind of like in charge was like, all right, that's enough coconuts, let's let's dip. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And um, and that was it. And then they just left. I'm the surprised they, they'd never done that again. Like, <laughs> like, all right, it just takes a lot of coconuts. Yeah. Well, yeah. people have we gone there coconuts. with coconuts before. I wish I would have written down which one. People have gone there with coconuts before. Maybe it was in 2000. No, definitely not 2006. Um, and it kind of worked to some sense that, like, they throw the coconuts. The tribesmen would be, like, looking, pick up the coconuts, just keep looking at them. But then after a while, if, like, the coconut flow stopped, they'd be like, get out. <laughs> get out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but that was the last peaceful thing, you know, that, that happened. Uh, like I said, 2004, after that, um, they, when a helicopter tried to come in with aid after a tsunami, they fired at it. At one guy fired at it. Um, <coughs> in 2006, two fishermen from the Andaman Islands um, were um, hunting crabs. Well, hunting is not the right word, just kind of collecting them. Yeah. Crabbing. Crabbing. They crabbing. were crabbing. Uh, they, allegedly, they were drunk. I heard something about crabs that is very interesting, but I'll, I'll talk about it after this. Wait, wait who, who was drunk? The tribesmen? No, the fishermen. The tribesmen probably don't have any. Where was he fishing? They were fishing off the coast of the Andaman Islands. Which is right they're not next to They're oh, not allowed to get too boat close. Fishing. Yeah, just boat fishing. Oh, okay. Because they, they, were, they were crabbing, right? I they was need a boat. Like beach. beach. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. crabbing. They must have been drunk because they washed up. They washed too close to the island, and then they were shot. With arrows? With arrows. From that far. From that far. Sheesh. And then they just found him floating in their boat. Like I'm, I'm starting to like not like this tribe. Like where do they get off, bro? Like low key. They're far out in the water. That's not your yeah territory land. You can't just go sniping people yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it is weird too. Like what if 
I guess they just were able to like observe the behavior of the men. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how close they really got, but cl- obviously within bow, sh- bow range, because they don't have long bows or anything. They have yeah. very primitive stuff, minus the iron that they managed to collect, right? But yeah, they just they just got killed when the boat just drifted too close when they were crabbing. Somehow they they these guys slipped between the cracks of like the the Indian government's patrol, and they just got too close and died. But then guess what? The I don't know if you read the paper or not. Guess when the most recent contact was i think i saw this it was a it was a big thing it was a big thing there's this guy who's a he was a really he was he was a big missionary basically he he worked with an organization to go out and he he went on a lot of um missions and some were successful some were less successful but like as soon as he heard about was that me i'm sorry as soon as he heard about um quest what call them quest yeah yeah he heard about North Sentinel Island, it became like an obsession for him. Like, it was crazy, right? I and need so, to teach these people the way of God. Yeah, and he like... I don't... He, he seemed really smart because I watched a video of how he like planned it. It took years and years of planning and learning and all this stuff. And Finally, he just like went out and did it. it of course, it was still illegal for him to do it. Like, he didn't go through the Indian government because he, he knew they'd say no and then if they monitored him trying to go again, like, it would be way harder. So he just didn't go through him at all. Instead, he bribed, like, two, two different boats to go out there, like, two crews of fishermen to go out there and t- take him out. And he did. And I can't remember exactly what happens the first instance they made contact. But basically, they were, like, shot at. Right? Call that man Finn McMissile. <laughs> yeah. And um, he, he, went, he went on shore. So you guys get that reference? Finn McMissile, yeah. Yeah. From uh, Cars. Yeah. But you know why? Three, two, two, two. But you know why? It was why? in both, right? Yeah, he had like a cameo in the third one. Oh, okay. Why? Well, he hired a fishing boat to bring him out to those oil rigs. Oh, yeah, he did. That's the very beginning, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. You got that reference right off the crack. You are a god. You're a G. But, um, yeah, he he made it on shore the first time, established contact, but they started shooting at him. So he got back in his canoe and fled like like an action movie scene Hmm. as like air was like, shoom, shoom, shoom. And he just got back onto the boats, and then he's like, "All right, we'll just try again next time." <laughs> and the boat's like, "No, no." So he and we have his diary. <coughs> he wrote down in his diary stuff, and it's kind of sad. He's like, "Lord, I don't want to die, but if this is what your will is, then I uh, this is this, this sacrifice I'll make." And he just left the diary, and he or maybe he kept it, but it was in his canoe or kayak or whatever. And he just went back, and the boats turned back. They left him. They left him. Either that or they were just so far offshore that and, and it became nighttime and like they just had no track of him. Um, but the next day or whenever they found him again or saw him again, he was and I don't mean I don't want to be graphic, but they were they were dragging him. His body was intact, but he was definitely deceased. And then they buried him. And that man was just trying to spread the word. I guess it makes me hate those people. Now granted honestly. they didn't know what the word they couldn't understand anything he was doing, but I can't I wish I remembered what he said, but Apparently, we know what he was saying when he walked on. He's like had his hand up, and he, he oh, that's something. So I was probably loud. Someone shot at him with an arrow. The uh, the Bible that he was holding to his chest saved his life. The first time, it hit it hit his Bible, and then he ran and got in his kayak. If that ain't a sign so, for God. So that not to yeah, go back. he used that as like a thing. Like I gotta go back, you know. And then they they did him dirty. 
Oh, I see that as a sign to God to not go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, like I saved you. You're once, welcome. Bro. Now don't, don't be dumb. All right, don't do this again. Yeah, but um, that's 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 all that we as like collectively truly like know and like can catalog on these guys. Um, there are definitely like more crazy tribes, especially in like Papua New Guinea, that I've heard about. Have you heard of? Um, I don't remember his first name, but the the descendant of like the Rockefeller, Rockefeller oil tycoon. There's a son in that family, and it might have been the direct son of um, J.D. J.D. Rockefeller. Thank you. Um, and he went out on an expedition, Papua New Guinea, because he was just so interested in it. Right? You're so rich, like the only joy you get is from like do like trailblazing, basically. Yeah. And uh, he went out, and uh, they capsized on the river, or something like that. And the rest of his crew left to go get help and he's like well i'll just keep going this way and try to find the other guys that like went to the jungle or so and they just never found him again they suspected that there there is another tribe there's so many tribes that are like suspected to be cannibals some of them are but some of them you can't really prove it um i don't know if this one was suspected or definitively cannibals i think they were pretty definitively cannibals sometimes it's just one guy that yeah it's just a weirdo a right technically us americans not what based off does. the yeah based yeah. off a few of us you know we can call us cannibals. We could be called cannibals yeah right? but um fortunately but it's actually this one's weird because it's that he's it's suspected two things right and they're, they're both conspiracies because we don't know he might have just died to elements right <clears throat> but either he made it he didn't know this tribe was even there but either he made it and they they killed him and ate him like right away or, you know, they killed him or whatever. Or he made it, established contact with him, and joined him. Because apparently, and I don't, I don't know this or not. I don't know if it's edited. I don't know if it's, you know, fabricated or what. But there's apparently a picture of him when another, uh, uh, like, documenting crew went out and, like, took pictures of a tribe. He's, like, in the background, like, hiding. And he just joined him. <laughs> but there's so many crazy tribes. <coughs> I know there's another one around Papua New Guinea. I can't remember what they're called, but they're they are dangerous. Um, but they like as a as a, like a rite of passage for men, they grow their hair out really long, and they have to sleep with their necks on bricks out there. Even at, even at night, their hair is like not like squished or down or anything like mm. that. And then at the very like when they after like two years or whatever, or so many months probably, when it, their hair grows out so much, they cut it all off, and they style it into a hat, and then they just wear hat. They wear hair hats. And there are there are people in this tribe that their like whole profession, aside from like hunting and stuff, the basics, is growing hair out to make as hats repeatedly for those who don't want to do it again after they did it the first time. So they just grow their hair out, style it, put like feathers in it and everything, and just wear them as hats all over the place. Just to the men. Alright. I get I mean you do you, man. Yeah, you do you. That's we got hoodies, they got hair hats. I guess. We did go through a uh, weird fedora stage in the 90s, I'm just saying. Yeah, but fedoras are dope. That wasn't a mistake, bro. I mean, the, a mistake 1920s, that the 1920s fedoras were sick. Those were nice. 1950s even, those were nice. You get later on, you start seeing some people fedoras that shouldn't be wearing fedoras. You can make you can make a hats out of <coughs> mycelium. Glycelium? Is that a mold? It's a mushroom. Mushroom? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm proud of myself for knowing that. That's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, something that... Because I told Jacob about this tribe a long time ago that I kind of wanted to, like, develop a bigger understanding about it. We were at work. And you said something that, like, I didn't even think about. But it could be, like, a pretty cool potential thing just to, like, rant on about for, you know, 15 minutes or so. And you said... Um, do you remember? 
All right. When we when I was talking so about it, I just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I said I said something about the like the sheer isolation and the fact that no one wants to contact them because they're so violent, right? And they have like very murderous tendencies when it comes to outsiders. And Jacob just out of nowhere, he's like, "Yeah, dude. Sometimes I, like wonder about that with like Earth and like the universe and like oh, yeah. how people just like maybe there is like." extraterrestrial life that just knows about us but they just purposely avoid us because we're so self-destructive and i don't want to say anything about like the world or like the geo-economical climate or whatever but just the fact that like it is pretty weird that like that's an entirely true possibility you know what i'm saying (coughs) i guess you can't really talk about you could talk about for 15 minutes but i mean what is there to say on it i know that a lot of bad things happen. Yeah. I know that Stephen Hawking was, like, super worried about if aliens were out there and we weren't, like, the most advanced in the world. But I can't remember why he was so worried about it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Was he part of the project that maybe it's probably before his time, actually, when they sent, they, they sent a plaque out on a shuttle that had, like, it was supposed mm-hmm. to be the most, like, possible best way to communicate to mm-hmm. any intelligent being because it used like mathematical yeah arithmetics that they thought were like based off the laws of physics so mm-hmm. that anything that sees it could possibly comprehend it and a lot of time and effort went into that you know to uh, the best possibility of establishing safe communication <coughs> the, the weird thing is like and i i don't know this just popped in my head like oh well, maybe they sent like we're here but how do they know where here is? Because we have such a small little pocket of even our galaxy that we we understand our solar system well enough, and we can gauge pretty much we can like pin where we are. But when you go to like the galaxy, even like we don't have like a grid system to tell them, you know, where we are because their point of reference might not be what we refer to things as and stuff like that. Mathematically, I could see it working out a lot yeah. better, but like. On the grand scheme of things, like you have no idea how far that thing's going to go before oh, yeah. anyone. And if then anyone you're shifting is. from a 2D plane to a 3D plane. Think exactly. about the galaxy; you have yeah. horizontal and vertical directions. Yeah. You know how crazy it is to think, like you know, like maybe not Star, probably definitely in Star Wars, but all, like Star Trek is a big one where they have like this huge grid system of multiple galaxies. I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah. <coughs> just like there's sectors right <coughs> yeah yeah it's divided into sectors and the sectors themselves might be gal- i don't know if it's one galaxy but they can go light speed so probably multiple right but like i i believe it's been touched on at some point within that universe whether it's the comics or not i saw a video on it where like somebody in canon says yeah it's crazy to think that there's like planets that we've never even been to but like they're cataloged and they're like within this grid that have like life on it like intelligent life but they don't even know that they're within a grid system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if there's like a wide, like, like say, say there's like an intergalactic federation kind of deal going on, right? And they just control so much that like, you know, it's kind of like Rome, right? Like they don't, they possibly, yeah, sure, we control your village, but we don't even know you exist. You're just within our thing. And if you start to be a problem, then we'll figure it out and we'll do something, yeah. right? But until you're a problem, if you never are, then we'll never even know you're there. It's the same with this, you know, theoretical federation, right? Maybe they know we're there. Maybe we're like the North Sentinel Islanders, right? And we're just so aggressive and self-destructive that they're afraid to even, like, approach us, right? 
or they just don't even know we exist. Like we're just like that small of an insignificant little speck in the grand scheme of whatever they got going on. That we're gridded. Like they know how to find us, but we don't even know we're gridded, so we don't even know a frame of reference to like locate them or it's wild. <coughs> I'll keep you up at night. Not really. I wish they would come and cure your cough. Oh, dude, it's I don't even know what it is at this point. I, I don't I don't know. I might have like eaten something that just like poked my you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like scratched it up just a little too much. I don't know. I definitely got sick a few days ago and I got had like the cold and everything, but it went away in like a day. But now every time I go to I was telling you this, every time I go to sleep and I wake up, it's like it starts all over. I get so good and it starts all over. But recently it's just been pretty bad the whole time. I can't even sing the songs in my car, bro. That's what I do the whole time. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. I can't listen to music without singing along. Mm-hmm. Or else it's a bad song. If you're not singing along, it's a bad song. That's true. It's my rule of thumb. That's true. That's very, very true. <laughs> but <laughs> there's some like ballad. There's some like ballad songs that are almost like just talking rather than singing. I don't like those ones too much. That's like nice I feel bad, but like to. George Strait, some of the ones that like are more stories and it is like a lyrical kind of thing. I enjoy them all, but mm, I can't. I can't sing along to them. I don't like them too much. I just rather skip and get to a, like a bop. I'm gonna have some people come after you for that. Yeah, disrespecting the king, but. I don't care. Same with like I'm rap. not a straight writer. If, they got, either, if, he, if he's got a problem with it, come on. to me. If they have a problem with it, come on the pod. You can yeah. yell at us all you want. Yeah, come on the pod yeah. and we'll talk about it. Yeah. I didn't say it. Like, I, didn't, I, I never mean, thought they're bad. Hell, if he comes I just on think the there's pod, better songs, in my opinion, out there that I'd rather If he comes on the pod, to. I'd let him hit Isaiah. If he comes on the pod, I. George Strait, Mr. Strait, you can beat me within an inch of death. If you would be willing to come on the pod. And that's on camera. That's crazy. That's on camera. And we're going to post this online. It'll never be deleted. You can do that. Because I said, I don't prefer your songs over others. I can't see you anymore. Actually, I don't know how it is. I probably could still. But it'd be harder, probably. So there you go. Come on on. Come on on. Come on on. Or down. Nah, we can't take that. It's probably copyrighted by Price is Right, isn't it? Hmm. Dude, dude I feel like we talk about this. Copyright is crazy. <laughs> I think we over... copyrighted the color pink, like the base color pink. What? No, uh, I think no. And John, John Deere copyrighted that exact green. So if you just happen to use that green and post it, and they'd be like, hey, bro, that's ours. Like, I don't even know. I just use this in MS Paint. Nah. I don't, I don't yes. think copyright's as bad as you think it is. No, they def- no, yes, 100%. John Deere like copyrighted that exact green. If you use it, as a company, and I've it's been like relatively local. They've like they've used it in their company, like on their sign. They've had to change it, and like Barbie copyrights the color pink. Um, there's certain phrases like bands would copyright a certain phrase or something. I wish I remember. I watched a video on it a while ago. <coughs> yeah, I'm gonna look up <coughs> craziest <laughs> copies, copyrights. I've seen people win like copyrights just through the in court through freedom of. Um, well, when it's a company or you're trying to... In any situation where someone's making money off something, it's so way harder. John Deere has the green and yellow color scheme. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Someone and the, tried to, the someone leaping tried to, deer symbol. So just basically their logo. No, it's the red and... It's the uh, it's the green and yellow as well. They're separate entities as a copyright. Cause someone, no, because it's green, yellow color scheme with the deer leaping, leaping symbol. They want a copyright somewhere around here. 
because cause that, that's when I was working. Well, yeah, I think it's like if you have any like deer leaping. No, no, no. I'm leaping just deer and then green and yellow. This, this company, colors. like Piqua or something, Piqua, um, New England, um, <coughs> had, I mean, it was just like the, the name of their company in yellow and the background was the green. And they had to change it to like the hintest of shade darker green. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's How do you pretty. feel about this, sir? You think it's cap? I think it's kind of cap. It's kind of and petty if it's real. <laughs> that is. That's also true. Have you? How do you guys feel about patents? Because patents have a certain time frame, but over the years, it's just been pushed. Uh, patents like 190 years. Like, do you guys think patents should be brought down to like 20 years? Like, you have that item protected for 20 years. Because think about know. all the crazy thing. Like, think about if Harry Potter got released. Like someday it will. The patent on Harry Potter will be released. Still, that universe could be developed by other literature authors. Because the patents to protect something financially for a while, but it also kind of, you know, I think this allows something to be advanced. You know, see, Paris Hilton trademarked the phrase "That's hot" and successfully sued Hallmark for using that phrase on a greeting card. Like that's just like a celebrity. But she was on TV. She made money from saying it. Technically speaking, that's what she claimed it. And they're like, "Yep, that makes the, that checks out." And then Hallmark <coughs> put it on the card. They're gonna make money on the card, so she said, "Isaiah and Hallmark, man." Yeah, that was, dude. Oh. That was a year ago. We have that on audio. You okay, say you like watching Hallmark <laughs> movies, dude. How okay. embarrassing is that? Knock it off. I said one. Stop I watching said, those. That's yeah. pathetic, bro. One, one was toler- tolerable. And this is what I get. It's been a this year. This man really describes the base format of a Hallmark movie. And he's like, it was such a touching story. <laughs> yeah. I did not say this. You we did kind of describe that. Like, you described it. And I'm like, isn't this like every basic Hallmark I movie? I swear, like, this one was busting. <laughs> like, yeah. It's because the acting was better. I rub my eyes and I'm like, is that who I think it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, like, Reese's... Changing the subject, Reese's orange color. Um, you'll never see on any other food wrapper ever. Like even like M and M's orange, different. Even even oh so slightly because they copyrighted it. It's red. Orange background color is a registered trademark. This, so this I just stuff up makes the, you want to live on that. Let's island. get ready to rumble is trademark, but that kind of makes sense. I looked up the Barbie's pink one, and I think yeah, they did trademark the color pink, but I think it says for a, more than a hundred categories of Barbie products. So I think you can't use any type of pink on like Barbie or doll products, as from what I understand. No, that doesn't make sense because that's the same company. No, because other people can make like dolls or, or Barbie products. I think right. No, but yeah. they can't do Barbie. Right. Like if, if it's like they trademark that pink and then Bratz dolls tries to make that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it says a hundred categories apart. So maybe it's like if Barbie makes just a doll, that means other people's dolls, whoever mm. makes them, can't use that color. Yeah, pink. here's one T Mobile Magenta. That color's trademarked. And they cease and desist in multiple companies that is using ugly it without com- permission. Uh, ugly color, though. Isn't it just like pink? Magenta? Yeah. Bro, look at that. That's pretty appealing as a pink. Oh, no. I it's hate It's kind of aggressive, color. to be honest. I think it's fine. It's <laughs> As a neon, it's very, it's very nice. The sound of Darth Vader's breathing is <gasps> trademarked. I would find so much. The phrase, it's on like Donkey Kong, has been trademarked. Really? By who? Yeah. By Donkey Kong, um, 
<laughs> listen to this. I don't know why it says this. I, I don't know. I didn't live in, in the 90s, but okay. Listen to the little caption, okay? And this is from bestlifeonline.com, in case you want to trademark my phrasing. It came as no surprise that Donkey Kong is a Nintendo trademark. That said, even diehard fans of the gaming brand might be shocked to discover that the phrase, it's on like Donkey Kong, popular among 90s TV characters and sorority girls getting ready to spar, is also trademarked by Nintendo. What is that sorority girls getting ready to spar thing? Is that like a reference to something maybe? I feel like that might be in like a movie or something going on that they're trying to reference. I've definitely heard the phrase "it's on" like Donkey Kong. In spar, what? It's just a fight. Like, well, yeah, but like, why fight? I don't know. I yeah, it makes sense. It's like a famous movie where like two sorority girls. UPS Brown is trademarked, and it's called Pole Man Brown. Hmm. Um, Brown. I would read the next one, but it's covered by an ad. Look. Number 13, covered by an ad. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe it was so... Oh, the term co- superhero was, so was trademarked. so copyrighted, they couldn't write about it. The term superhero was trademarked. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Let me see. Is it's it co-owned by Marvel and DC, though. So, what, what superheroes do you hear of that aren't Marvel and DC? Exactly. No. No, that one is Fantasy. Shazam. That's, that's I think that's DC. That's a good question. I know I heard of like a comic that was without with outside of both of them, but they they had to have said like mutant or gotten What's permission. What's that new one? What's that new one? <clears throat> Black, Adam. Black Adam. Black Adam. I think is that's that? DC because that's like the Shazam deal, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think, I think it's, it's DC. I can, I, I, can, DC. I can see DC in the logo. <laughs> that kind of looks like DC. Marvel to me. His outfit looks exactly like Shazam's. Yeah, it, it reminds me of like a Shazam. Just yeah. Who did Deadpool? That's Marvel because he's with the X Men. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm really scraping my DC? mind here. Black Captain Adam Underpants probably. Captain Underpants. Captain Underpants is outside. Yeah. He's not a superhero. Is he he's ever just a Captain? Yeah. Let me. see. I think he's called a superhero in the books. Though. Is Captain? That was a clutch one right there. There's no Mr. way. Mr. Fly, the fly guy. If superhero is actually copyrighted, that is insane. It's is Captain Underpants called a superhero? It definitely is. Okay. Captain Underpants is an illustrated children's novel series by American author. The series revolves around the two fourth graders, George Beard and Harold Hutchins. Living Dude, that Pickwell, Ohio. Memory. Did you know that? What? Captain Underpants. Maybe it's only the popular around The series revolves here. around two fourth graders, George Beard and Harold Hutchins, living in Piqua, Ohio. No, dude, my mind is blown right now. I yeah. love those movies. That's or crazy. Books. That I mean, crazy. we live in. But think about that. Maybe it's but... only popular around here. That like is what my mind is blown about. Yeah. Okay. Like, maybe no one else watching, understands if, what Captain. That's wild. That is. In any can we, state. That's thirty minutes from us. Right if here, you this watch spot. this. Are you, if you're watching we this, we had video, no idea. Please go down and comment if you know the books Captain Underpants. That has. To, I thought that was like a nationwide. Like, I figured that a was Harry like a Potter Metropolis level, thing. like a little under Harry Potter level, but obviously like lower. It could skill. be. It could be very big. popular. I thought I've it never, was huge. I thought every kid read Captain. But you Underpants. guess when it was published? The first one. 1995. You're pretty close. 1997. The stylisticness of it is like. Well, you, you ever see those things? Dude, on TikTok I'm gonna where it's re-read like, all those books. If they were I'm about Piqua. to, dude. I'm about to. That's crazy. And the, they're ba- they're set. The story is set. Dude, I, in wish, Piqua, I was from Piqua. Ohio. I would cock off about that all the time. There's probably gonna be things I'm gonna pick up on now, like little. 
things Maybe. about Piqua. Dude, <laughs> I would brag so much. It like, says he's an aptly named superhero from their homemade comic books. Then again, they may not like he obviously can be they can say it as a superhero, is, but they can't like say it. So maybe nowhere yeah. in the books they say they say he drank extra strength superpower juice. So maybe he's just Captain Underpants who has superpowers. Right. It's not a superhero. And they don't really call him superpowers. Yeah, we're gonna I, Yeah, so we just made the the discovery that Captain Underpants is from Pickle, Ohio and Bonkers. Minds are blown. Oh yeah. Oh, I definitely looked up at that point. We were still, we were still rolling. I mean, it was. We missed was, like, we missed like five seconds. That was like a staple. Captain Underpants was a huge staple. I thought, I thought that right was in like, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah. Did you know one of the, the one of the kid actors in Diary of a Wimpy Kid? He, he killed his mom, and he planned on killing, assassinating the, like Justin Trudeau or something like the Canadian Prime Minister. I didn't know that. Yeah, in the in the movies, he was the guy that in the first movie I think that um, I'll do this real quick. Sorry, um, he was a uh, you know in the first book, the book right. Most of it was based around the play. Yeah, the play. You probably don't remember this. Um, in the play, I think it was Wizard of Oz, right? Because Greg <laughs> Heffley was Tree Three. I think he was a tree. Yeah, and the I whole thing was the too. whole thing was about the tree. One of the trees tripped over a bush. It, well. There were so many kids that tried out, and they all had to get a role, right? So they started giving, like, inanimate object. Like, and one of the kids was a bush. I don't remember his name, but he was a bush. One of the trees tripped over a bush, and so they, they had to give the trees arms. That's the plot line that goes over that kid, right? In the movie, they reflected that, and the kid that was a bush grew up, and he was in a few other things. He was in um, Riverdale as, like, a guest kind of thing. And then, yeah, sadly, he... Kind of like after 2019, he kind of just like dropped off from like movies and everything. He had a really promising future, apparently, but he dropped off from movies. <coughs> he was still living with his mother and he was planning a bunch of stuff. And either she found out or he didn't want her to find out and he killed her. And then he planned to assassinate Canada's prime minister. That's wild. For whatever reason. So uh, you, you don't see Captain Underpants actors doing that. Is there a movie? Unless I dreamt it, bro. I do, Dave. I'm the same way. <laughs> it might yeah. be a fever dream. I it might be uh, the bear, uh, the Mandela effect. It was that Baron weird Steiners. real life editing too. Yeah, where it's, it's like kind of it's it kind real. of like anime ish, but real. I'm yeah, looking. I remember it in like when I watched the Garfield movie, the animated Garfield movie. Yeah, that movie is. It it never really blew yeah, up. Yeah, like, it it's never a mainstream. perfect superhero movie. That's what it says. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't dream. It's like photorealistic cartoon. Yes. I'm about to watch this. Dude, I have to watch this now. <laughs> I'm about to watch it and read all the books because these books are so... It's like, on Hulu. Where you're are we joking. Going? You know what we're doing after this, boys? Yes. yes. Tomorrow, yes, bro. Yes, yes, yes. Dude, Tomorrow. it got an 87 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's legendary. <laughs> oh, my That's Lord. That's really good. Dude, Rotten Tomatoes is strict. I wonder yeah. what IMBD gave it. 6.2 out of 10. crazy. Okay, that makes more sense. I mean, that's still... Like, that's, that's good. So that's good. good. IMBD, I think, is harder than CBR.com says it's the it's summer's greatest superhero film. And there's, like, at least two every summer. Like, what's... 2017? 87%. How did I not hear about this movie? Dang, that's, that's wild. I was looking at Harry Potter. Yeah. That's wild. Oh, I was going to say Hacksaw Ridge. That's going to be pretty high. That's not a superhero. you got to compare it to, like, a, a superhero movie, like Spider-Man Into the Metaverse or something. Like, that's like a... No. 
That that movie is actually really highly rated. I've never <coughs> seen it, but I haven't either. It's highly rated. I love Spider Man, but I haven't gotten into it too much. But uh, while we do that, I, it's still. I guess it's right now is a good time to kind of wrap this one up. Yes, sir. Um, hope you enjoyed. I don't know when this one's coming out. The first Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, not a bad movie. Start eighty one percent. Captain Underpants got eighty seven. Wow. Gotta be legit. On Rotten Tomatoes. That's crazy, dude. Maybe there's just a huge gang of Captain Underpants lovers who went on and just like. All the critics on Rotten Tomatoes like. Because this got a higher IM, IMDb score. I got a seven point six. Was like so it's like a whole point gotcha. higher. Yeah, got you. I trust IMDb more than I trust Rotten Tomatoes. No, nope, not after this. Not after this review. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah that's <laughs> we'll have to watch the movie first. Yeah. Though. That's insane though. There are a lot of yeah. things that blew my mind this pod. The fact that it's from Big that's awesome. That's, that's fun. Hopefully, I wish it, I'm I no hoping everyone. That and what? Books. A Christmas story is what we have. What was the Christmas? Like, that's a write up with like <coughs> Armstrong being from uh, Wapak. Yeah. Like, those same level, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that is bonkers, dude. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Yeah. So, we'll finish wrapping up. Um, whatever, whatever's going on this particular week they're watching this. Sorry we missed it, but I hope this one was a nice filler, a mm-hmm. nice little replacement for it. And um, don't want to mess up your guys' routines. Yeah, if you, if you guys feel pretty strongly about something, we already told you like to comment about Captain Underpants if you remember that. Uh, if you think anything else was bonkers or anything like that, or if you have ideas for us um, for future topics and stuff like that, please comment anywhere: Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, super appreciate it; be awesome. And uh, with that, I think we're all good to go. So uh, see you guys later. Bye.